the odds you're just going to start doing it every day are very, very slim. You're not going to change just because you decide to change. This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilshire. Welcome back, my friends, to the Military Sherpa Podcast. I am your host, Mark. And before we go any further, I'm just going to have to acknowledge the elephant in the room. I'm sick. There's a, a nasaliness to my voice, which maybe you wouldn't have noticed, but now I'm going to call it out so that it's all that you can think about. But I had to jump on the microphone today because this is my obligatory New Year's resolution podcast. And if you know anything about me, you know how much I loathe New Year's resolutions. And if you thought I was going to say love, you know, there you go. That's my trick. That's the surprise for this episode. But I loathe New Year's resolutions. In fact, last year, back in 2022, I did, well, I guess 2022 was two years ago, I did a webinar series called New Year's Resolutions Suck. And I do believe that New Year's resolutions suck. And I believe it primarily because we're focusing with New Year's resolutions on the actions rather than the patterns in most cases. We're not really focusing on the root cause of problems. We're often focusing on behavior. They're often action-based. And so this episode is not about what your New Year's resolution should be. This episode is actually the anti-New Year's resolution podcast. So hopefully you're excited for that. Strap in for the ride and let's get it going. 2024 is going to be an amazing year. And this is going to kick it off for all of us, I think, at least for me. So the reason why, again, New Year's resolutions, the data plays out over and over again that most people don't follow through on their New Year's resolutions. If you go to the gym, you know exactly what that feels like. You get there on January 1st. What does it look like? There's not a machine to be had. Like the only machine you might be able to get is like the rowing machine in the back you know, cabinet somewhere. But aside from that, like all the kettlebells are taken up. The barbells are taken up. You can't find a machine. The, the mats are full in jujitsu class. Like everywhere you look, people are going to get fit. They're going to get in shape. And then by February 1st, what happens? Nothing. Or we wake up and it's like, I'm going to play the guitar. I'm going to do, I'm going to treat my spouse, but I'm going to stop drinking as much as we're going to like all these things we start to focus on with our New Year's resolutions. And in very short order, almost all of them, the majority of them fall by the wayside and they fall by the wayside very, very quickly. And for a lot of reasons, sometimes they're over ambitious, right? We, we tackle things that are beyond our ability to do. I'm going to do this every day. Well, if you haven't been doing it every day or every week for that matter, the odds you're just going to start doing it every day are very, very slim. You're not going to change just because you decide to change one simple thing that you do. In other cases, we're targeting something that's not the root of the, pro the problem, as I mentioned. Another one is that we're not incentivized. Quite often, we don't incentivize ourselves to complete something. There's no reward. It's like, I'm going to go downstairs and I'm not going to eat cookies. I'm going to eat celery. Well, where's the reward? Well, the reward is one year from now, I may drop my pant size by two inches. It's like, well, that's not very sufficient of a reward to keep me going day after day after day. And so what happens with me is probably the same thing that happens with you. You set a bunch of New Year's resolutions and then you fail. And when you fail, you fail yourself and you know that you failed yourself. So your brain punishes you. You feel less and less like the winner. You probably really are. And then the next year comes around and maybe you're not so excited to set New Year's resolutions. So you're not alone. I'm right here by your side. I've gone through it. I've lived it. I've done it. We need to do something different this year. And so I, I was thinking this through and I was trying to figure out, well, if New Year's resolutions suck so bad, then what is it that we should be doing? And I think I've come up with something for me and especially for my family that I think will probably work for you as well. That we chase after actions, not because we don't like the behavior. We chase after actions because ultimately at the end of the day, we want to be a different person. And the only, the best solution I think, or the best uh, analogy that I can think of is think of an alcoholic. 
An alcoholic who wants to quit drinking rarely does so because they simply want to stop the behavior. They enjoy the drinking. They feel good when they drink. Maybe not after or in the morning, but they enjoy it or they wouldn't do it. In the moment, the action itself is pleasurable, it's desirable, it makes them happy or at least content. It nulls the pain. On the opposite side, the alcoholic that does quit drinking often does so because they have an estranged spouse. They have a child they're trying to reconnect with. They get a message from the doctor that their liver is failing and they're going to die if they don't quit drinking. On the one hand, I'm going to just quit drinking as an action. Not very compelling. Not a lot of incentive to do so because it can be quite difficult to withdraw from alcohol. And it may be a bit overambitious. But if you pop in the other side of the equation, I want to restore my relationship with my children. I want to apologize to my spouse. I want to save my liver. Those are all things that could potentially be compelling enough for you to follow through and to become the person that you want to be. If you think about me right now, I'm waking up in the morning, I'm working out, I'm doing calisthenics and kettlebells and cardio and all this stuff. Why? I hate working out. If you know one thing about me, like I can't stand, there's so many other things I'd rather be doing with my time than exercising. But here's the deal, 2024, September, at the end of September, my wife and I are going on the giant gathering cruise. And where's this cruise gonna be? It's gonna be in the Bahamas, it's a four day cruise. And I gotta tell you, That's a compelling reason for me to wake up every morning and do kettlebells and do cardio and do all the things that I I should be doing. Not because of my health, because that's not a great motivator for me. I love to eat food and I, I like to work, but I don't like to work out. So I'd much rather be at my desk working for you than I would be downstairs exercising. But because I'm going on this giant gathering cruise with all the people that I know, love and respect, the people that mean the most to me in the world outside of my family, I want to be in the best shape of my life when we get to the beach in the Bahamas. And you could call it vanity or you can call it self-serving. But at the end of the day, it, it kind of is. Like, I don't want to be embarrassed on the beach. Like, I want to be in the best physical shape of my life. And that's the direction I want to take this. Then when we think about New Year's resolutions, I want you to take the resolutions and just throw them in the garbage. Set them to the side for just a second. If you're not ready to throw them away just yet, set them for to the side while we go on this ride. And I want you to think of it a little bit different. What if we didn't have a New Year's resolution? What if we had a new vision? What if we looked at ourselves and rather than saying, what do I want to do different? We said to ourselves, how do I want to be? What if the focus was on, hey, right now it's 2024. Who do I want to be in January of 2025? What do I want my relationships to look like in January of 2025? What if we focus less on the actions that we take and the person we want to be to ourselves or in the lives of the people around us? I want to lower my resting heart rate. I want it to be 55 and below. Like I want to have a resting heart rate of 55. I can make a resolution to, you know, do more cardio, or I can make a vision that says in January of 2025, I'm going to have a resting heart rate below 55. And the reason for that and the difference for that is that if I take that goal and I reflect on it throughout the year, I can change my action I can change behavior. I can change pattern over and over. Maybe I get to April. It's not working. I switch goals. I or not goals, but I switch pattern. I switch action. I switch behavior and I can get myself where I want to be one year from now. I don't want to lock myself into action. I want to lock myself into vision. What about my son? What do I want my son to think about me one year from now? What do I want my wife to experience in me one year from now? Who do I want to be to my daughter, my teammate, my boss, to my subordinates? Who do I want to be in their lives? If I can answer that question and reflect diligently on the answer, then I can become my own vision. I can grow into that which I desire. It's vision which is compelling, vision which is exciting, vision which is motivating. 
and progress that makes it all worth it. So this is what I'm going to tell you to do this year. Let's not do a bunch of New Year's resolution actions. Let's instead do a bunch of micro New Year's visions. And here's where I want you to start. If you don't know where to start, it's like, yeah, this sounds great. I think I I could get along with this for the ride. Maybe I could set aside resolutions. Let's take our peace index, purpose, place, provision, personal health, people. You know about these things. If you're my student, if you're not my student, why? You You need to jump on board, start carrying the band. But look at your peace index. Could you just write for today just one sentence for purpose? What do you want to be one year from now? What do you want to say about your purpose? What do you want people to think about you? Your place, your provision, your personal health, your people. What do you want people to say? What do you want to feel? What do you want people to experience one year from now? Look at your five circles of influence, self, family, team, organization, community. Can you pick a few relationships and just write out one sentence about how you want those people to experience you, what you want to be one year from now? Start there. Do that. Just write out those one line, one sentence, clear, compelling sentences about the vision you see for yourself one year from now. And then here's the kicker. And this is where I really need you to take action. So I want you to get out a notebook, a brand new note. Go down to Walmart or the BX or wherever you want to go. Go to the base exchange. Get yourself a notebook and just write on it like vision book or progress book. I don't care what you write on. Just write anything on the front of it to identify it. Then you open it up and every night before bed or every day before you leave your desk, the last 10 minutes of the day, I want you to sit down and open that book and I want you to have a printout of those sentences, review them, and then I just want you to write two categories of things. The first category is where did I succeed in these areas today and where did I fail in these areas today? And if you do that, the studies are definitive that we can improve our performance by up to 20% in as little as 10 days through the act of reflection. The growth comes in reflection, not in the training. And so we sit down and we reflect and we think. And if you do that over the course of even 10 days, your brain will start to rewire and you'll start to become subconsciously even the person that you really, really want to be. And so what I want you to do is first accomplish the first part of that exercise, write out a few vision sentences. They don't need to be complicated. I don't want my kids to talk back to me. I want to, whatever, right? I don't care what they are. I want a resting heart rate below 55. Join me on the cardio train. And then reflect on them. But write those sentences and send them to me. Mark at militarysherpa.com. I want to read your sentences. Send them over to me. I don't care if it's one or 50. Just send me your sentences. And then every day for 10 days, this is the New Year's challenge. Every day for 10 days, I want you to reflect just what went well and what didn't go well. Where did I succeed? Where did I fail? And then 10 days from now, I want you to write me again. So when you write me, I want you to make a little calendar appointment that says email Mark again, markatmilitarysherpa.com. And then I want you to email me and say, here's how it went. Here's who I am 10 days from now. And I believe that if you do this, give me 10 days. If you don't think this is going to work, fine, challenge me. I love to be challenged. Challenge me. And then 10 days from now, tell me how it went. Did you see change in your life? And what I believe is this. Where New Year's resolutions fall off by early to mid-February, the data shows this. I believe that the vision statements you write can be accomplished as early as early to mid-February. I believe that if you do this, that if you write down the visions of what it is that you want to become, then by May, you may find that they're already done and you need to come up with new ones. That by August, you'll find they're already done and you need to come up with new ones. Because the, the vision and the reflection will change your behavior. If you go upstairs to your room and you're like, I wrote this vision that I want to lose 10 pounds and be in the best shape of my life and I didn't go too well today because I ate cookies, then what you're going to find that you're going to do is tomorrow you just might, you just might get rid of the cookies. You just might move them to a different part of the house. And I use cookies all the time because I'm a cookie fiend. If there's cookies in the kitchen, there's cookies in my belly. 
or there were cookies in my belly very shortly ago. I know what I have to do to get off of the train of gluttony, and it's remove the food. But if I don't reflect, if I'm not intentional with my vision, if I don't have something clear, compelling, motivating for me to chase after, the cookies go in and the productivity does not come out. I don't know what kind of picture that is. But at the end of the day, it's that vision that you need. Without a vision, the people perish. The resolutions aren't enough. They don't cut it. They're not working for us. They don't work for me. So that's what I want you to do. Email me, marketmilitarysherpa.com on day one. Email me again on day 10. Tell me how it went. I think together we can do some big, major changes in your life in as little as just a few weeks. Try me. In the meantime, I'm going to be doing this with my wife. We're going to be leaving uh, today, actually. We're going to Margaritaville down in uh, near Disney World. And we're going to be spending two days just talking and jamming and setting aside some real intentional time about where do we want our marriage to be and what do we want our parenting to be and what do we want our children to be. And, and I'm excited. We haven't done something this intentional before. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm excited that she wants to go with me. So it's going to be a great time. I hope that you have a had a great, you have a great, happy, healthy new year. I'll talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilshire.